I'm gonna get it right though. Nah, but you told me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. They be like, slow up, homie. You talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley's backs. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. Yo, welcome to G-Splash. This is the episode. All the kids are loving it. Round of applause. I'm Bradley Baxter, my man Chris Watts, best co-host ever. Blowing the air horns for my man. He deserves it. Um Man, I'm excited. We've been we've been talking about we spent multiple episodes talking somewhat about this movie. Uh, yeah, and then some. Like this and has been this has some. been our full focus. I I couldn't even Yay! I could barely keep it in. I got so I've been so excited, been losing my my mind. Uh, I've lost my mind too, Chris. I'm gonna try and we gotta hold it off. We're not quite ready yet, but man, but today we're talking. This is the only podcast on the internet that is diving deep into Infinity War and has the inside scoop of what's to come. Um, I'm so intrigued. I don't know. We, we probably don't, but like, it just sounds Hey, good, but you know? good enough. I'll keep them hooked. Um, <laughs> make them keep them wanting more. Uh, on our as uh, as far as upcoming episodes, Chris, we've got uh, we're coming up on thirty, man. Week. We're coming up on thir- oh, oh, you mean this week? Oh, this week's just great yeah, on its yeah. own. <laughs> uh, this week alone, we're talking on, on Buzz of the Week. We're talking about going viral and what that means. Why and it's frustrating the, and the process. The process. I definitely vent. So if you you want to hear me vent on some shit, I this get into it. This is the one to watch. Yeah, it's personal. Or listen uh, to, I suppose. <laughs> Splash Trash Mad, we're doing a King's Review, which is the movie that stars Halle Berry and Daniel Craig. Uh, and then we talk about what's coming out this week, which is Tully. And uh, what's that? Jimmy Galecki? Uh, Johnny Galecki's movie called... Uh, Cleanse the cleanse. cleanse the cleanse, which actually looks good. I, yeah, I, they both they I, both look good. I mean, you should check out. I'm Splash setting Trash it up for Matt. failure. Yeah, you should yeah. check it out. It's we, great. We ch- we talk Splash Trash Man on that. Uh, next week is a mystery show, Chris. We haven't decided yet. What are we talking about next week? I I don't know yet, and that's why I like it so much because I have no idea. Keeps me no guessing. We're gonna find out something cool though. Maybe we're gonna start having some guests on. Yeah, we always Maybe we'll do. Come up with something new. I mean, we 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 really only planned for this because my I thought that my life was just gonna be over. I was gonna be all good and done as soon as Infinity War came out. So uh, I didn't really plan beyond this, and uh, now here I am. So we'll start looking into that. Uh, <laughs> I can't I can't lie. I have to be completely honest and tell you I'm the exact same way with what what Chris just said. Um. But after that, we we hit our 30th episode, which is I got to hit the round of applause. Uh, the kids love it. I had to hit the kids on that. The kids a round of applause. Thanks, kids. Uh, 30th episode, uh, I think I feel like it's a milestone for us. This is season two, obviously. But um, we're talking about... Yeah. 
We've got 30 people to listen to us on the 30th episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, we want to get 30. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, it's, it's in two weeks. <laughs> 30 um, people, we're talking, yeah! <laughs> we're talking the current state of comic books. Um, there's so much that goes on throughout the year. Um, now, I believe Marvel's got, you know, movies to think about, marketing, things like that, and that comes into play. So we'll talk about all that uh, on episode 30. Uh, episode 31, we're talking Deadpool 2. And then episode 32, we're talking a Star Wars story. No, Disney's not paying us, but they should, right? I wouldn't mind if they would cut off a little bit of cheddar for us. I mean, at least a fucking annual pass. Oh, Disney. just one. One would be great. I mean, we do so much free publicity. Oh, we... I, no, I would... You know me. I'm gonna do damn. When I get a pass, I do damage. You're damaged. Oh, I'm there. I do damage. I would love, I would Damn an annual pass. I thought about buying a small, renting a small place there, just so I can get that rate. I used to have an annual pass. If you... Oh, well, good for you. Yeah, Some people great. didn't grow up on a gold mountain. Straight up, no, straight up, like, that's the perfect date thing. Like, if you have an annual pass, be like, yo, uh, and you live in LA, or maybe Orlando, uh, yo, that's not... That's not more of a perfect date than ever. You're going to have great food, right? You're going to ride some rides, and you're going to be in the happiest place on earth. I mean, what else you need? Am I right? I mean, you're you're married. You don't have to worry about that. But, but for a single guy like myself, I can't do that here in New York. I can't be like, yo, I got an annual pet. You want to go to Disneyland? Hey, you like, want to head yeah. over? No. You can't. There, it's like, hey, let's go. But then maybe after a while, they're like, oh, they're like, you know what? Everyone takes lived, me to yeah. Disneyland. All these annual pass guys. You're not special. No, and I lived in LA. I was like, let's go to Disneyland at three o'clock. Like, you don't have to spend a whole day planning out weeks. Like, it's just, hey, you want to go? It's like a casual thing, you know? Yeah. You want to like, go Disneyland? Let's go do it. Let's go hang out. Let's do some Disney. You want to eat a fucking turkey leg and uh, Mickey Mouse ears? Like, I gotcha. Let's make you it know? happen. The soundboard needs to be taken away. I, I think the soundboard needs to be taken away from me. Um, I let's just I think buzz I through to... this news. We got to get to this Infinity War stuff. It's eating me alive. Let's hammer through these news stories because I'm ready <laughs> to get into it. But this stuff's cool too, so let's do it. All right. Uh, there's a new Teen Titans Go movie trailer. You see it? Awesome. Yes. Takes a lot of digs. I like it. It's like D- it's like Deadpool for kids. I love. I actually love the idea of this film. They talk about superhero movies being made. Uh, finally, Nicolas Cage can play Superman. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that there's a Marvel reference in the whole thing uh, about Deadpool. They they really but, they I love it. I mean this the title of this movie is Teen I Titans think, Go to the Movies. I mean that's as, yo, that's already forward facing. One hundred. I think I think this movie's gonna be really good. I think it's gonna be up there along the lines of like Batman Lego movie. Lego, Lego Batman, movie for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I think so too. Uh, I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh speaking of trailers, I thought Gotham was over. Apparently it's not over. It's still going. I don't know what se- is this new season or Continuous season, I don't know, but they reveal uh, the Joker in the new trailer. Chris, mm-hmm. have you seen it? No, no, no. I know that at the end of last season they did the whole twin switch thing. Yeah, the, spoiler alert. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the trailer kind of sucked. I was a little disappointed, but all in all, the Joker is, which is what people have been asking for. But Chris, you brought up that 
actually I listened to our podcast or one of our shows recently, probably today, and you did mention like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about uh Joker being forty five and Batman being like ten. Right, right, right. So, but then they made this like, yeah, I know. It's 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 weird. The time in this thing is strange. It's, it's a it's, it's its own universe. Yeah, it's a good it's good good story. I like what they're doing. Yeah. I'm gonna keep rocking with it. Uh, but speaking of people, you you're you'll give the pass to and acceptance. Kanye West was on TMZ. Fuck and that guy, Chris. I know you're not a big fan, and I I gotta be honest, I. I love Kanye's music, but it's getting very hard. As time goes on, it's getting harder and harder to, like, really defend this dude. Yeah, he um, makes it hard on himself when he says stuff about freaking slavery being a choice. Slavery, like, that's yeah. Gonna be, that makes it hard to be like, this guy's probably got good intentions. Uh, all I can say is, in looking back at history, he loves to talk. When he's dropping music. Yeah, whenever he's going to drop something, he likes to get in the news. And he says the outrageous stuff. Like, he's talking about Nike again. He's talking about slavery. Uh, He brought it. Talking about lipo. I mean, to put yourself on a... I mean, to put yourself on a platform to be like, yo, I got lipo. That's... It's like, cool, man. But you... I mean, that's like a... That's like an insight. You don't really... It's not... That's not flattering. It's not, (laughs) not flattering. Like no one's no one that gets lipo is like is is posting on on Twitter like hey guys just got lipo I feel great you know what I mean like that doesn't happen people are like low key I got lipo right all but of a sudden was, Al, Al Roker looks like he's weighing 112 versus 320 he's just crazy man he's not I don't think he's crazy I think he's a genius I think he does this stuff and he just goes on these crazy tirades goes to the hospital and gets addicted to this gets liposuction and it all times up and correlates with something he's releasing to make money to get his name in the news like he just does it because that's the way he knows how to stand out just how Miley Cyrus just like how she changed after from, I don't want to be Hannah Montana I'm gonna go the other direction get super famous be top of mind I got a fucking attitude I do whatever I want and now she's starting to level out again because she got the fame level she wanted like they do this shit just to sell more records and make more fucking money. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's part of the tactic. Also, at the same time, I feel like Kanye's kind of grown. He gets put to another level of almost like... He gets more removed from reality. I'll say that. That's probably the best way to say that. Sure. Is that fair? More remo- more remo- yeah, the stuff becomes more and more zany and out there. That's. I don't know. I'm dig- I feel like I just got... Uh, Chris, I feel like I... Pulled his shovel out of the closet and I just started digging myself a hole. No, no, I mean you're not trying you're to defend. See, crazy. I, you're not trying to defend him. You're just like trying to find like you're trying to find meaning or not meaning, just understanding like why would somebody be this commonality? Way? Like, what are they trying? Yeah. yeah, like what is the? I mean, you can say all day like it's greed and the end game is just to get rich, but like what's the actual reason that someone would act like this and do this crazy shit? Like what's what yeah. do they gain? Yeah, I, th- I, I think what he's and. We can go all day on this, and oh, I don't want to. We should spend because too this is the Infinity War episode. We're already twelve minutes in. Infinity War episode. Infinity War episode. Infinity War episode. People are just gonna skip ahead of the good stuff. Right. I guess. I I guess I just want to say like, he's trying to be overall. One, he can have his own opinions on political agreement, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Is he a musical genius? Yes. Yes. But I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's it's harder and harder to defend him. I'm wearing a Yeezus shirt right now. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I don't know what to say. 
know I got nothing. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Jamie Foxx is going to play, or is offered, was offered, hasn't said yes yet, the role of Spawn. Hmm, interesting. Last time he Chris. did a superhero movie, it really paid off for him, so let's see what he does this time. Wait, what was, what was, was, it, was he a superhero? When he was, no, when he's Electro in a superhero film. Although this oh, isn't he a superhero was, film. He was a villain. Know. Spawn's a Spawn's a tough character. I mean, that's a tough that's a tough role. Yeah, Jamie Foxx has been trying to crack this this mold for a, a minute. Like he, I he wasn't bad in Spider. It just Sony fucked that whole thing up for him. Yeah. So we can't discredit him as an actor. We can't just say you're the worst. We have to just say Sony's. But well, well but it's bad script and he overdid it too. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 middle of the road. You're middle of the road. You're not like uh, you're not like excited about Jamie Foxx playing Spawn. I would like the idea of a Spawn movie. I think that'd be cool. But then you know we're we're everybody's on the fence about what Venom's gonna be. I don't know how you're gonna pull off a Spawn movie. Well, who do you want to play Spawn? I don't know. It's a tough role. I don't know. I mean, I know the character really well. I've read a lot of comics, and I was really into it when I was younger. But like, it's a, it's just a tough role. You have to be like kind of like a Bruce Wayne type. But if, if there was no like Bruce Wayne, it was only you were angry and Batman and in pain all the time. Like that's a tough. That's that's tough to do. Jeez, sounds like I'm like a bombing raid. So, you don't know you you don't have a guy that you would love to play Spawn. Like you don't have a favorite actor. I don't know. Um, I mean, if you're sticking to character type, you have to pick somebody. I wasn't mad at. I mean, I wasn't mad at this. Like I thought, like, well, all right. I can see Idris Elba doing it. Ooh, that see, that's a good that's a good argument. I I would okay, I would be okay with that. Be okay with that you one. Th- yeah, I'm okay. I like I lo- I love that guy. Uh, yeah, do you think is I'd there? Be fine with that you, too. Is there? I know we're getting into the Infinity War shit, but um, do you think what are the clauses in contracts? Like, yo, you can't play X Y Z because you're in the MCU. Is that is a that, thing? You think I? I I mean, is it not a thing? I don't know. I never thought about that. Like, once you're done, you're just done, I feel like. Uh, spoilers. Well, once you're done... Sound like a... You're a regular fucking Tom Holland right now. What, is he because uh, he's a spoiler? No, you were, just, you were like, well, once you're done, you're done. Well, I mean, once you're like out, once your contract's over, aren't you just done? Isn't that what it... Does that, don't you get to be finished? I mean, I don't know. I... <laughs> But I'm saying, like, do you want to associate yourself with... I mean, I feel like once you get in that MCU, you got to be like, nah, I, I'm not associating myself with anybody. Like, I'm good. Yeah, I ain't fucking with you. I, I can't fuck with DC, Warner Brothers. Can't fuck with blah, 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 blah. Can't be in these makeshift shows. I'm in the MCU. Like, that's got to be a clause, right? You're like, hey, I won't, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I, I'm okay with Jamie Foxx playing Spawn. I think he's been quiet lately. I haven't seen him in a movie for what? What was the last movie he did? Worth a Google. Uh, worth a, worth a Google. Chris, I'm going to get a t-shirt made that just has, uh, you in cartoon form with a metal arm. Doing and what? Then a speech, oh, Bucky. Uh, Have somebody yeah, draw and it. Then, and then a speech bubble that just says, worth a Google. <laughs> it's worth a Google. Go ahead and Google that one. It's worth a Google. I think that'd be awesome. And then I put on my birthday cake. Put my birthday cake. Okay, what else we got in news? I want to get to this Infinity War stuff. I can't tell you how bad I, I want thought to get you were there. looking. I thought you were looking up Jamie Foxx's last movie. Anyway, no, I don't care enough. Uh, we're almost 20 minutes. Let's get to Infinity War. 
Shots fired. Uh, 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 Simpson set a new record. I love it, but I don't love it like that. Yeah, it was actually very disappointing. I, this is the, the tell me this one. This Simpsons one. This is what I want. This I'm interested in this one. You remember a couple of weeks ago we did a Simpsons episode. It was awesome. Uh, but the Simpsons also broke a brand new record of becoming the longest running primetime scripted series in history after airing its 636th episode. Passed over a show called Gunsmoke, I believe. Gunsmoke, yep, for sure. Props, props to the Simpsons, man. This show yeah. keeps moving. I love this show. I still watch it. It's like, it's like water. I can't like not be in on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna hit it with that because Chris is very antsy. I can feel it. So I'm gonna hit him with this. I'm gonna hit him with the Titans set photos and poster. I brought this up because I know he's a big fan of DC shit. We yeah. see Robin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I saw this. And and Titans is a new show on the CW. Is that yep. in the Arrow CW, Arrowverse? They, just, they just keep racking them up. They're man. just, just cash running. They're cat like they're hitting it hard. Like they're like, uh, we're running here. We're just gonna keep hitting it. Yeah, people keep watching, and the numbers are good. I, so let's add more and more and more. They're gonna build their own DC universe in television shows. Chris, should I be watching this show? I would. I think it'd be fun. Or shows all around. Yeah, I think they're. I think want, they're great. I want, love the Flash. You, I love. I, I I didn't watch a ton of Supergirl, but I should. I mean, I got in on Flash, and I got in on. Um, I didn't Arrow. get on DC Legends of Tomorrow. I watched a lot of Arrow before it got kind of soap opery, but I hear it's kind of come back a little bit in the last season. But I really like See, Flash. I, Thought Legends of Tomorrow had some cool premises, premises, premises to it. Um, uh, so I, I definitely always give, I give these a chance for sure. Uh, I I did like Supergirl when I watched it uh, a couple years ago. Um, cool. Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, DC Legends like, of Tomorrow. It's got some interesting stuff. It's a little weak in times. There's almost too but, many people. But, but Titan, whatever. Titans obviously is like Teen Titan. It, it's hinting at the whole Teen Titans thing, and that's going to be a, mo- a thing moving forward, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm in. I'm going to watch it for sure. I'm going to wear the T-shirt that says "Worth a Google." Worth a uh, Google. Uh, speaking of. Shit worth a Google. Uh, Gambit movie is still alive. I thought this was done. I thought fat. I thought Disney was gonna Can throw an one. X. I thought they thought they were gonna throw an X to it, Chris. Yeah, the uh, see what see what whole, I did there. I see, see what, what you did. I see X Man. Uh, uh, Simon Kingberg did come out and say we haven't had any discussions yet about what the Disney acquisition of Fox would look like. For the Marvel properties, because I think legally we're not allowed to talk about it until it's done. So now we have, so now we haven't talked about it at all. Well, we're we're just moving forward as we move forward. That's a weird thing to say. Uh, once Drew Goddard's, God, is that how you say? Did I say that? Goddard's once, yeah, Drew Drew Goddard's. Goddard's. Drew Goddard's ready. We'll get into the X Force and believe it or not. We're still trying to get Gambit, starring Channing Tatum, up to or up and running. The hope is to get the movie running forward. Blah 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 blah. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Well, bullshit. I mean, he mentioned it, so that means that there there must be some kind of hope for a Gambit movie. We'll see. Also, Ryan Reynolds said like he doesn't know what's happening with Deadpool and Disney and all that shit, but um, it's at, at some point it's gonna hit head on. I can say that we can say that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Some point. All right. Uh, speaking of Marvel and all that bullshit, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp trailer. Yeah. 
this movie has made more sense to me. I know we were questioning it before, but after seeing Infinity War, this movie makes more sense now. Totally. Totally. I mean, I think that we'll get to that when we talk about it, about kind of explaining yeah. away some characters, but I think it gave us a good timeline. This takes place after Civil War, but before Infinity War, leading right up to it or whatever. Um, I think it's going to be, yeah, I love the trailer. I think it's going to be just as fun as the first one. Obviously, it's completely different because Edgar Wright's not there and then leaving and someone else has to come in and finish it. But I think it still has what it takes. And people from what from the people I've talked to I and mean, people are really excited. People think it's going to be cool and they look they're looking forward to seeing Wasp and, and all that stuff. So I, I love Paul Rudd. I, I like this the first one. So hell yeah, I'm in. Uh, my only question to you, Chris, is and, and Sony, I hope you're listening. Um, Sony is always listening. Venom. Venom should be crossing path with not. Tom Holland, but with Paul Rudd. Hmm, interesting. Because of San Francisco. Well. I see what you're up to. I see what you're about. Yeah. See what I did there? Anyway. All right, Chris, let's just, I think it's time for the main event. Yes. Yeah. We're getting into it. We're talking Avengers Infinity War. Now, Chris, this movie came out um, on Friday. Thursday. Oh, well, Thursday. Thursday. I saw it on Thursday. Second. Infinity War. I'm blowing the air horn way ridiculous because this movie is ridiculous. Yeah, you enjoyed? I love this movie. Yeah, me too. I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that. Chris, is it worth the 10-year wait? Uh, yeah, it's worth the ten year wait. Do you feel you feel like it? Do you feel like it closed the gap perfectly? Um, I feel like it. I do. I feel like it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think we'll have to. We're gonna have to obviously dive more into it. But I think it's. It did a lot. What does Allie think? I want to know what Allie thinks. Uh, she she loved. It. I mean, we both walked out of the theater just mouths gaping open being like what just happened and obviously we're everything we're gonna talk about in a minute is gonna be spoilers so if you have not seen it yet um you need to go and see it uh but we're not listening to this until after let's let's try and get through a, a review of both our opinions without spoilers uh and then we'll just dive into it and, and people can stop listening yeah. i'm gonna say this i thought i thought that this there's no Ah man, there's so much. There is so much. I know. Um, so where do you even start, right? I thought one, this movie lived up to the hype. This Good. movie told the story correctly, and maybe yeah, not it, i not identical, but correctly in the sense of the MCU. Yeah, but in a believable way. One hundred. Um, I think that. The transitions of of all these characters coming in one movie couldn't have been done better. I, I honestly I don't know how it would have been possible to do it any better. It but had all I, the pieces. This is I mean to do something like that. Number one has so many. There's there's it's so easy to fuck that up. Oh my gosh! But it, this it didn't do simple. that. This didn't do that. No. This. This was everything it was supposed to, like all expectations. 
Yeah, I mean, you. so you were everything that you were... I mean, I remember, so you went and saw it. You obviously saw it before me with the time change and everything, and all I got text was, wow, that's all I'm going to say, which is exactly what I would have texted you if I'd seen it first, was, wow, that's all I'm going right. to say. Cause right, holy so crap. I did... Because of the time difference, I was lucky. I'm I'm elo- I'm able to see the movie before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I didn't even. I, to be honest, while we're on the podcast, we talked outside the podcast. I didn't. Chris Chris has kept it so cool. I've been nerding out like oh, in I've my been, own I've, world. I mean, I've been having to keep Chris, myself. Chris in hasn't check. returned my text messages. I'm like, have you seen it yet, bro? Like, uh, uh. He's I just like, wanted not to me, save it because I want. I knew I was going to spill he, everything, I and I this would have been boring. No, I love it. Chris did the Chris did the right thing. I was like <laughs> giddy, like a like I just lost my virginity and wanted was, to tell everybody. I was losing my mind. I could not. Well, the um, theater was amazing. I'm sure that the reaction was very similar. I mean, just sitting in the theater, people gasping and being like, "What the fuck!" Like you can tell that that obviously left a, a mark on a lot of people. So I'm excited to talk about it and dig in. Yeah. What are um, we all What are we all going to talk about about it? We got lots of stuff to talk about, man. Um. So our review. It sounds like, you know, we're both giving it a splash. Easily. Uh, now, my the next phase of our fucking breakdown. Rank, Chris, where do you... I think I know where you rank it, but where do you rank it out of the 19 movies? Um, You're going to be surprised. Mm. Probably like third or fourth. Third or fourth? Yeah. Wow, I am surprised. What, what's not, above it? I, it? You still throwing event the first Avengers up there? Uh, it's probably it probably hovers exactly right around that one. Those are probably tied for like third and fourth now, maybe for me. I just I I think what well, what well, well, my thing is this. It is a great movie. Uh, I think what they did making it basically by making it a, a Thanos movie. I mean, we we all heard that was the hype. Like this is a movie about Thanos, and it turns right. out yeah he is the, right. he is the protagonist because. How else could you give all these characters the time or the story or, or just being on screen that in a way they deserve? I mean, even if you feel like some characters didn't get what they deserved, how can you possibly give them something meaningful? Well, you tell the story of the villain and his quest and what he's doing and how it's hard on him. And that makes it easier to tell that story. Um, I think that, that they did that really well. I mean, we talked about them pulling it all off masterfully. That said, at the end of the day, those moments with Thanos where you're getting a rich story or those moments that are emotionally shocking or, or you're like, OK, cool, this is what I waited for. You know, they, they aren't, in fairness, a great story. I think it's a great movie. I don't think it tells us. It doesn't tell a story like Black Panther does by any stretch of the imagination. It doesn't tell this kind of Shakespearean. I mean, there there's these things that are supposed to make us gasp and these things that play on our emotions. There's a lot of great imagery and scenery and humor. It's got all the pieces. But at the same time, I just don't think it earned being the best of the best because, in fairness, it's just a movie about a big brawl in different locations. I... I would disagree with you. I would say that, and I'm. This like is what makes do. us. Yeah, this is what makes our show great. Um, I would disagree with you. I would say that um, this couldn't be told in one movie. I feel like there's so much more to talk about in that it's it it literally is taking place in two films. So everything else that we've seen so far has been compressed. Uh, which was what we've seen a lack of in villains and in and, and some characters is because they cram it all in one. And I think I think this is the first time they're letting it breathe. And, you you know, yes, this movie's the main character in this movie is Thanos. And to be able to make a movie 
about one character and then tie in tw- 10 years of filmmaking underneath it, I think, is it, 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 where it deserves to be number one. Now, Civil War has been my favorite movie um, for a long time. Uh, See, I need to watch that. That's the one thing I wish I had done. I watched some, on and off. I was watching different Marvel movies. Like I watched Ragnarok again, and I was or, and I was kind of putting them all together. But I did not watch Civil War again, which I feel like I just should have done just for just because I should have. I mean, I really enjoy that movie. It's just always going to come down to the same thing for me with the Avengers movies. It's it's hard to tell a really really good complete story when your main focus is bringing a bunch of people together towards one goal. I think as a movie where it brings people together it's it's very easy to do it wrong we saw everybody who saw justice league knows that it's difficult to do it right so i think credit where credits we talked before the movie came out um chris we talked a little bit about um uh, films to watch before and you mentioned ragnarok and i was like why the fuck would anybody need to watch ragnarok i (laughs) one thousand percent hands down wrong ragnarok no i going forward and my colleague and I have talked because she saw the movie and was like, I didn't get a, she hasn't seen all the movies. Right. You need like Ragnarok actually is the direct movie before this. Yeah. So it, set, it sets it, it up. It makes exactly. It, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and we'll get into questions after that, but, um, I, yeah, man, you, you're throwing this at four or five as yeah, far as rank three, four, five, somewhere in that range. I think it's, I think it's as good as it could have possibly been, but I do think that, there that it's just it's not there for me but still three four five is good when there's what 23 movies or whatever <laughs> uh, well it's eight, 18 but still who's counting damn heavy. Um, <laughs> i'm gonna say i thought i thought this was number one um i maybe a number two because i really love civil war maybe it's just because i read i read the series and i love the series as well um but i i do love homecoming but I gotta say, man, this is number one, number two for me. I, I thought this movie was great. I thought it tied up so much. It answers so many questions, and there's a whole nother part to it that I have to wait a whole 365 plus days to see. There hasn't been a film out of those 19 films that made me feel like that. So that's why I'm putting it at number one. Okay, I'm, I'm with. Okay, I'm in. I'm glad. I'm glad you see. It's it's that's how it goes. Some people I talk to, their favorite. Some people middle of the pack. I mean, it just depends. I'm glad. I mean, I think your reasonings for liking it are the best. I, I, I like that. All the way splash. Though. It's a splash. The kids love it. Splash. We're splashing it. I'm catching deodorant. Boom. And it falls off my desk. Uh, but callbacks. There's been tons of stuff that, that have been pulled from the comics. Multiple different comics. Mm-hmm. The blocks and ribbon. Ribbon though. Uh, there's a scene. This is spoilers. I should have said that before. I'm. I just uh, turned into Tom Holland. If you're to this point, I said it earlier. You know what you're in for. This is going to be spoiler heavy. We're talking spoilers from here on out. Um, I'm really bad at saying that. I'm, Whatever. If you're in, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm, you better know what you're in for. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I pulled the Tom Holland slash uh, Mark Ruffalo. I might as well be fucking broadcasting the movie on my phone. Anyway. Callbacks to comics, Chris. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The original because series that was in like this the is fun. or whatever. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. I I know that I, they don't really have to do this, but they kind of tried to to appease the nerds or the fanboys. I love when they do this stuff, though. Sure. I love when I can see right. something on screen and I'm like, yo, I know exactly that's, what that's from. Direct, yeah, <laughs> that's directly from this comic. I just read it. 
anyway, uh, we're talking about the planet that's in there. Not like it's not displayed as well as um, it is in the books, but the blocks and ribbon. When you see Drax and Mantis, that's directly from different characters, but it's directly from the books. The comics where he snaps using yeah. the reality stone and turns them into blocks and then and makes her turn into ribbons. Yes. Yeah. Direct I thought that was great. The, direct from the comics. Uh, Ebony Ma versus Doctor Strange. It's also in the comics. That makes sense. Ebony Ma is basically scenario. the Doctor Strange for Thanos, so it makes sense that they would yeah. put him there to go head-to-head with Doctor Strange. I, th- he, I expected Ebony Ma to play a bigger role. Well, you, I think he played. I mean, I think that w- w- the Black Order or whatever those four children like. I thought it was kind of re- refreshing in some ways. They all didn't have epic deaths; like they died quickly or simply in some ways. I think that he played a big enough role to be like the talking mouth and kind of explain certain things. And then there were he. I mean, he was the only villain on the ship with them when they're going. So I think he, I think he played a good part. I thought I did think yeah, like they would get tight and it'd be a little more of a showdown. Um, but I think they also sometimes. Shit just doesn't have to be a big showdown. It can just be easy. I mean, I felt, yeah, I felt like he, I, but I did feel like he was the number two. Oh, and for to, sure. To get number two X'd out quickly. Obviously, we don't see, we don't see it on the other end because he's obviously, uh, Thanos is on Titan, but like, uh, he, you know, the other three, Cornelia, Corn, Cornelia's Glaive or whatever, and Obsidian, whatever, the other three. You know, they're dying or being killed there as he's here, so he doesn't care that much. But, I mean, we know that Ma is important to him because when he arrives, he's like, I can assume the Ma is, or can I, and he's talking to Doctor Strange, like, can I assume the Ma is dead? And it's sort yeah. of like him being like, well, that guy was pretty awesome, so that's another thing I had to sacrifice to get you here. So, but he didn't, I mean, even when he shows up, he's got stuff to do. Maybe he never would have, but he doesn't, isn't, he shows up on Earth, and he's not, like, looking around, like, where are my people? He's just like, I got shit to do. Yo, Than- I, to be honest, man, Thanos is on his game. Like, he's like, there's no, his schedule is so tight-knit. Like, he's he like, knows. Guys, like, I've had I've had 10 I'm years going- to put this together, but uh, he's, yeah, he's like, tight. I'm going, his agenda is so, like, tied up to the T. I'm going here, I'm going to be there, I know they're coming here when I go there. There's nobody who could schedule that to right. the T. Like, he, he's got it going on. Um, But we see in the, this is one of my favorite scenes of the film only because i i read infinity gauntlet and i it's one of my favorite arcs in comics but we see and this is different for the movies but we see the hulk come through smash into the sanctum in the books we see silver uh surfer in that order but because of logistics blah blah blah, blah we see uh the hulk do it right but i love that they threw it in there and like they made it work I felt like it was appropriate and uh, couldn't have been executed any better. No, I think it's a great way to get in, connect, like, you know, have Bruce Banner be able to tell them what's going on. You know, that my first thing, obviously, in your head, like, if you don't really, I don't know, if you're just not thinking about much, like, wow, all the places he could have landed on Earth, he landed in the Sanctum, a place he's never been before. But obviously, you can just chalk that up, the the, the Bifrost knowing where, I mean, Idris Elba's character, uh, Heimdale, He's all he can see all, so he knows where he needed to send him right. in a way. Or if you just don't want, if you want to discredit that, you can just say the Bifrost knows where to take somebody when it's on its own. Um, which is a correction, and we'll get into that later. Correction to the series with Thor and all that shit. Sure. Um, 
There was a weird. I don't know. It's irrelevant. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but the Iron Spider suit. Oh, so cool. we saw. Did you know when when in the film uh, when Tony Stark is up? Uh, obviously, Peter uh, Spider Man is on the ship, and he's like, I don't really know what's going on. Like, yo, and it's getting Tony, higher and higher, and he can't. He's not right, be able to he, breathe. Did you when he call, when Tony Stark calls out for what is it A seventeen or yeah, something locker A seventeen or whatever? Did you know that was the spider suit? What What did you think? Absolutely, because I, I had no idea. I, did. I had no idea. Because the only thing that went through my head is there's no way he gets off this shit. Like I, I wasn't even in my head thinking like in the trailer I've seen him on a, this circular thing when it as on the on Titan wearing the metal. Like my mind wasn't going there. My mind was as soon as he called for, I was like, oh, that's definitely the Iron Spider suit because he has no way of getting down without Tony taking him to the ground. He doesn't have a parachute. His webs are, if he tries to free falling and using his webs, he's going to tear his arms out or whatever. Like I knew it had to be something that was going to save him. I didn't, I expected, I didn't expect him to be like, okay, there's the suit. Now get out of here. I thought I'd be like, now let's do this. Well, that was, a, that was a refreshing twist. He was like, okay, I gave you the suit. You can breathe. Now get the fuck off this ship and go back to earth. I was expecting it to be an Iron Man kind of weapon or, or, or like a Hulkbuster situation. But, um, I knew at some point the suit would come into play. I, I didn't expect it then, but I love the way that whole scene plays out. Uh, I love that. He's like, all right, kid, see you later. And like the fucking, and he's like, ah, oh! like the parachute comes yeah, like, Friday, out. Friday, rips Friday, him send off him the home. Ship. And he freaking, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then because Peter Parker's Peter Parker, like I think his interest drives him further, but he also questions, uh, his decisions. Right. Like right. that. What, like once the uh, he gets on the ship, he's got the new suit. He's like, it smells like a new car, and the uh, the door is shut on that spaceship. He's like, uh oh, I should have stayed on the bus. Yeah, he, which bus. is like a, a a normal human feeling, which I love. Like probably like one hundred percent. Like yeah. fuck, I oh fuck. This seems I like this was a bad idea. <laughs> I, I thought I could also, do something better. The yeah. biggest surprise to me on the Iron Spider series, I know in like toys and. And certain posters and stuff, you knew. We, I think, we all knew that it was going to have the the four arms on the back. But there had been scenes they showed us where it didn't have those, or like they edited them out, kind of like they edited out Thor's eye, or didn't give him the eye in Ragnarok, how it got torn out. Like, so I was not, I was not necessarily expecting it. But when it came out and how the the way it worked and like protecting when he was rolling or like fought, I loved. It. I thought it was so freaking cool. Yeah, I love that he didn't know. I yeah. love that he was like, he's like, oh sweet, what look a, at these. He, no, he was like he pulled he pulled the 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 Shuri moment where he was like, "What are those?" Yeah, I I think that talks about because there's a line in there where he says, "You know, I can't believe how intuitive the suit is. Like, it kind of works for me. It does things I don't have to." And I think that's actually a good callback to Homecoming, where when he unlocked all of the stuff the suit that he had in that movie could do, it was in some ways intuitive. Like the like the computer would kind of help him do certain things. Right. But it wasn't fully automated. Like he was like, I don't know how to handle any of this stuff. When you see this Iron Spider suit, it's much more like an Iron Man suit where it's like, okay, you just pilot it and do what you do. And I'm going to make sure that when you go fall and you're rolling, that I'm going to make a cage around you of legs that will help you roll so you're not hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, it works automatically. Yeah. So he doesn't have to think about it. Um, I'm glad they brought that suit into play in the movie because that suit came out is a Civil War suit. Yep, from the comic series Civil War. But you didn't get and the same Peter Parker storyline as you did in the comics, so I like I'm glad they did yeah. it now. Yeah, at the end of Homecoming, they they tease it a little bit, but yeah, in the comics, Tony Stark is like, "Hey, I need you to come out." Same uh, a similar situation with the Accords. Hey, I need you to come out. I need you to tell these people you're Spider Man. 
I'm gonna give you a new suit. Got all this Stark tech, blah, blah, blah. That happens in the comics of Civil War uh, 1, because there is Civil War 2, mm-hmm. which isn't isn't as good. Uh, but, yeah, um, it's kind of what gets Peter Parker to come out. So we finally see that. I think they represented that suit pretty well. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I thought it was so cool. I thought they did a great job. They gave Spider-Man even more awesomeness, and Tom Holland killed it. I, I, I was very happy. Uh, my question to you, Chris, at this point is... Soul World and the Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. There's a weird, I'm gonna call it a glitch in the movie. Okay. Where in in the peak of the film, we see we see Thanos snap his fingers. Snap his fingers. Half the universe disappears. Turns to dust. He talks to Gamora as a child again. Sure. In a weird world we haven't seen before. Yeah. Theories online is that this is Soul World. Other theories is that this is inside the actual Soul Stone. Mm-hmm. Chris, what do you think uh, that is? Uh, I because there's that. It's like a weird. It's like a weird dialogue. It's a weird. Uh, what do you call it? Confrontation. Uh, it is. It's, it's like, a weird. Oh, what thing. it costs you? She's like, yo, what it costs you, homie? Yeah, like, was it worth? Like, it worth yo. what it costs you? Yeah, what it, was it worth it? Uh, I definitely. This is my thing. The soul stone is there. Is the thing the soul plane, like that place, almost where Black Panther goes, like that. That exists inside in the comic books and all that. Inside the stone, the stone harbors. Oh, interesting. The, all of I the. Love st- you brought, I love that you brought up Black Panther. Uh, I love that you just did that because all Continue. of those dead kings are in there, and you can go visit your ancestors, yep. and that's a big yep. deal. In Black Panther in the Soul Stone, it has its own soul plane, and that's where like the thing. When it actually, when you die to it or whatever, it absorbs your soul and stores it inside the the gem. I don't think it's a coincidence that the Soul Gem was such a big deal, in a, and I don't think it's a coincidence that it is. Um, actually, no, I was going to say this, but that that's not. It's on its fifth finger. It's not the biggest one. The Mind Stone is the biggest one because that's the last one it gets. But I think that it talk like the way that he goes into the the thing uh, at the end is talking to more like you said. I'm sure there's going to be something that plays in later with that plane. My big, my big. I'm just going to go a big outrageous freaking idea. I know that after he snaps his fingers and the gloves all destroyed and then he falls back using the re- the time stone or whatever and disappears. Right, so he teleports away, and then the next thing we see is him walking out and his chest is healed or he's not, he's not dying anymore. And he's looking out over like this beautiful horizon. Like, and he does that little smile, you know, like, Oh, I kind of won. I think he was one of the half to be, I think he died too. Oh, I think as soon as he snapped his fingers, I don't think, I don't think it'll be true. I think if you're wielding it, maybe you're safe from it, but it doesn't seem to discriminate. It's not a perfect half. It takes all over the place. Um, even ones that are singular or whatever, like Groot's, like there's not many, I don't know, maybe there are more Groot's, no one's ever seen one or whatever, not even the collector, but Groot's gone, so obviously it doesn't care if there's only one of you. Uh, I think that that whole thing in the end is him, as he falls through, he probably disintegrates, and then he's in the soul, soul world too, and that's going to be a plot point, how do they, those that are trapped inside escape, how do those on the outside, with the help of Captain Marvel, get inside? I don't know, that's my theory. I just know that there's going to be some kind of balance between inside the stone and outside the stone. Interesting. Um, I didn't, I didn't, and I have yet to hear a, a, a similar theory. So that's interesting that you said that. I don't know. I just thought of it on the spot. I'm so, I'm just impressive right now. I got it going on. 
the, I give you the air horns on Heck that yeah. one. Heck um, yeah. Yeah, I think, well, I don't know if I think necessarily that he's, when the snap of his fingers, he's killed himself, but um, his mo- his motives in the film are pretty vague and easy to digest. They're not great, but they're they're okay. If I'm referring to the comic books as my, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Source material. Uh, but when people started to disintegrate, I was like, oh, I get it. And his motive in the books isn't half of the worlds or universe, blah, 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 half of the population. It's very different, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that they made it believable. If you tried to say that he was wanted to snap his fingers and kill half of the universe so that he could impress death and because he's in love with death that wouldn't go very far yeah there's a whole there's a whole nother story there's yeah, a whole nother like, yeah the idea that he's like an, uh, an idealist in some ways or in the comics he's trying he's trying to impress death because he lo- he's in love with this creature of death and he's trying to impress her and she won't even look at him yeah and he's like well if i give you half the universe then you'll have to pay attention to me it's like how would you make that work he, in this the, so his tactics are to try and which was not in the movies. So, I, and we've hinted at the theory of maybe Hella being that person. And it's no, no come chance. Out they're in, just going to be, they're just going to make him. I mean, I, I think it makes him more, in some ways, I know that he's not the hero, but it makes him more empathetic or sympathetic. You can sympathize with him, whatever. The fact that his idea is like, okay, like you're really into this kind of crazy idea, but we see where you're coming from and that makes it like you believe in it and you believe it's a good thing. It's not just like, I'm going to do this because I deserve it because I want power. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and the universe is going to be better for it. Even if no one else has what it takes to do it. It's like, Ooh, that's a, that's a tough place to be. So Thanos's whole agenda is basically trying to correct overpopulation, basically. Right. Overpopulation. He's, his his thinking is that if I, if you wipe out half the people in the universe, you eliminate half the want of things, and there's more resources. All in all, yeah. And they, anyway, I mean, they take they take it even further too because he has that line where he's on Titan talking about how he went to the council and he said, "This is our best option. It's the only way we're going to survive." And they labeled him, you know, a mad Titan or whatever, and he was crazy and cast him out right. or whatever. And it's that like was on his home planet. His right. whole thing was in that part that shows you even more. Like they they keep t- they kept taking it deeper and deeper into him not being like a villain villain because. In that part, he goes, it would be a random draw. It wouldn't, the wealthy, poor, it doesn't matter. Like, they made him someone that was like, so we're just going to kill all the poor people and then we'll be fine. Or we're going to kill all this certain species. His whole thing is like, it can be anybody. It doesn't matter if you're rich, poor, what you've done, what you haven't done. If you're the best person or the worst person, you will be judged equally. And it's like, okay, cool. Because if it was something else, it'd be like, oh, we got kind of like a Hitler scenario here or like a villain that's kind of like got some ulterior motives. Instead, he's like, no, just half. All I want to do is just get rid of half. Although then he wipes right. out all the dwarves but one and dips that dwarf's hands in metal so he can't ever make anything again, which I think that's a different up. yeah. I think that's a different <laughs> scenario. He wiped out that whole race. He didn't even He's like, like yeah, I'm in I'm in a hurry. He's like I need a gauntlet I need to hold it now. these stones. Anyway, let's talk Chris, let's transition into Easter eggs. Ooh, cool. Easter eggs, sure. How many times have you seen the movie, Chris? I've seen it one time. It's three hours long. I've seen yeah. it you've seen it three times, I'm guessing. Yeah, I saw it three times. Oh, oh heck two yeah. and a half. You've two seen it all now, man. Oh yeah, right. What are the Easter eggs? Let's run <laughs> uh, these bad boys down. So the directors, the Russo brothers, also involved in Arrested Development, 
Did you see Tobias? I, I didn't. I saw that this was an Easter egg, but I didn't. Did you see it the second? Did you find it on your own before you knew this was a thing? No, I I heard it was a thing, and then I looked for it the third time. Okay. So I I did see it the third time. I was like, oh, there it is. Oh, look at that. Um, what is it? Tell me about it. Just a background thing. It's nothing major, but it, Tobias in Blue Man is is in the the uh is in a cage or whatever for the collector. Oh, in the one of the collector's cage when it's not actually real. It's all the reality yeah, stone. Yeah. yeah. Um the reality stones, I got to say something right now. The rena- the reality stone is the weirdest of the stones for me. I mean, it was it, is. it was weird in 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 a dark world because like it makes the reality what whoever possesses it what they want it to be, right? So it's actually right. changing matter on a level but returning it. But like so sure they Drax falls into cubes and she turns into this and he made it look like it was nothing was wrong, but it all, you know, at the, but the whole place is on fire and everybody's dead, which all makes sense except for like, wouldn't you still be walking through fire even if you didn't know or could feel or could sense fire? Wouldn't the fire still be there or does the reality stone make it so it's actually that reality? Because then on that side, when he, when Quill pulls the trigger of his gun and bubbles shoot out in actual real reality, wasn't that still a laser blast? Or I don't know. The, the reality stone is the toughest one to track. The others you're kind of like, I see what you do. And that one you're like, man, I don't know. Is this really happening or not? <laughs> Look, they, we could pick apart the stones if we really wanted to. Sure, they're all weird. Right. And it's like, why is he using this one during this situation? Who makes an appearance, Chris, in, uh, in the movie that hasn't made an appearance in an MCU film for a long time? Oh, well, I'm surprised he- it wasn't here. Yeah, Red Skull. Red Skull. I've always said Red Skull is coming back. I always knew that Tesseract death was not a death. I've said it for years and years and years. That was not a death. That was a teleportation. I think it's weird that it teleported him and then made him a slave to the Soul Stone. But I think that it's really cool they brought Red Skull back. I actually love this tie-in. Me too. um, Originally, when I first saw it, I was like, oh shit, Uh, it's the same dude. Uh." It's not. Not the it's not. No, he did not it's want to. Ross. Well, he did say that he would. He said he would if they made him, but he doesn't think that they sh- would do that because they wouldn't want somebody to do something they hate. And he was very vocal. And I, I'm talking about, um, God, his name just fell out of my freaking head. Agent Smith from The Matrix. Matrix, yeah. Uh, and he was the also the head, the head elf in Lord of the Rings. He's a he's a great, he's a great actor. Great actor. I think his name's uh, V. I keep wanting to say Vigo, but. Uh, how how is this happening? I, this guy is Hugo it's Weaving. Like, Thank you, it, Hugo Weaving. Hugo, yeah, yep, he yep, during yep, the yep. during Captain America, he was like the classic, very nice, very kind, like boasted the film. But he was also very vocal that he hated having to put on the Red Skull makeup, and it was like painful and terrible, and what he didn't enjoy ridiculous. it. And so I knew I knew he wasn't coming back. But they replaced him with someone that looked like him, and it's that dude from Walking Dead. So I bought it. I mean, until it was no, over. this dude is real. Ross Mc, Mc, Mark Machwa. I don't. I I know I'm not saying his name right. Yo, this dude kills impressions. Is 100% legit. Spent a lot of time watching The Matrix, watching Captain America to get Hugo's voice down to the T. He did good. I I didn't know until after that it was. I was like, was it? I'm like, something seemed just a touch off. But maybe that's just because it's been so many years. I mean, that's I that's just it. shows you how awesome it is. I believed it till I till I logged in on the internet. I had no idea. I thought he hit it to the T. I'm excited more so for the 
to see what comes of that situation. This is funny you say you that think- because that that uh, not to be not pardon the pun, but uh, I, that was definitely a red herring for me because as soon as I saw the Red Skull, my mind said, "Okay, that is why they haven't." revealed the title of Avengers 4 and I was like something's going to happen where they're actually going to beat Thanos exclusive they're going to beat Thanos but then Red Skull's going to get his hands on the glove and reshape it to an alternate timeline where the Nazis won he got all I don't know something crazy I was like and the fourth Avengers is is called build up Hydra crazy yeah it's like called Avengers 4 Rise of the Red Skull or or Terror of the Red Skull some shit I was like oh my god that's it that everyone's so focused on this Thanos thing, they're not going to see it when the end credit scene is Red Skull's floaty ghost picking up the Infinity Gauntlet, and we're like, uh oh. But then obviously that didn't work out because it's just going to be a part two. But still, it's good to have Red Skull back in the mix. I like your theory. I'm going to go one up, and I think that leads to the next film where Doom comes into play. Oof, if only takes over. If only with the with the Infinity Gauntlet. No, I think I think they should do Illuminati. With Doom in the mix and Black Panther, Cap, they're all there. How nice would it be if they owned all the rights to everything? If they never sold off all their movie rights? If they could just do whatever the fuck they wanted? It wouldn't be it wouldn't be this dramatic Cinderella story though. Mm, I see what you're saying. I like it. Yeah. Um, Yo, what are some other Easter eggs? Hit me with some other Easter eggs. Ross killed it though. I I I hope this guy goes further. I mean, he's a Topher Grace looking motherfucker, but. He spent some time. He put he put the work in. He and makes sure that about. that role was right, because that scene is legit. And, it's very and important. Point. Very important. Very surprising, uh, but very important. Um, more Easter eggs. We see. Uh, did you catch this, Chris? Captain uh, America's scales. No, I don't know what underneath. that means. What scales? Like his old, like the the costume in the comics. It kind of got that scaly look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he wearing scales in this one? underneath his uniform you can see scales ah uh captain marvel we see the post credit scene is samuel l jackson i i've been dying to ask you this man uh Hit me. we see it's a it's a pager with some shit off the some ends of weird, it like freaking spacey stuff yeah it's it's not a regular pager from the 90s it's like got some tech on it we see the movie closes with a captain marvel reference which is makes total sense is nick fury reaching out to her in the 90s is this a time is a is the message being transmitted through time or in the current time you bring up you bring up an interesting point because time moves differently where depending on where you are in space so in some ways yes but no he's reaching out to her in space she flew off to go help some other species i mean that's what cosmic heroes do and he's sending it out come back to earth if you're still alive interesting I would say I don't think you'd put put the pager in the mix for that. But she doesn't have the time travel abilities. But she could be stuck in the 90s. Like, she could be in a previous time. She's not in the current time. Well, then that's not going to help them at all. That creates a a paradox loop because then she would have to live long enough to come back to catch up. And by that point, all the heroes would have known about her from 10 years ago. And we wouldn't just be seeing her now. But it it almost has to be a time thing because where is she? Where the fuck has she been? Probably on Cree or or probably with the Cree or probably with the whoever they're gonna battle in her movie because that's what Captain Marvel is all about is her basically brokering a peace treaty. And then my question to that is why would he have this busted ass pager to, ta- to to contact her? 
probably in because in the nineties when he when she left, he said, "Here, take this," because that was the most advanced tech he had, and so all they have is a pager. But he's got some kind of scientific booster on it, or Coulson built it for him, or whatever. That's the only way he can get to her. Like she didn't take a she didn't take an iPhone ten with her when she left. She left during the nineties. Uh, I don't know. My point is my point is the technology of the pager doesn't make sense. But I could be wrong. You could be wrong. Peter Quill that's has what a makes zoon, it. and he then they think that's that, the most advanced thing. But but he he's from the fucking eighties, so everything's advanced to that guy. Well, exactly. Even she's from mustache. the nineties. Not that close. I mean, she's from ninety two. That's not that close. Uh, but he's one sandwich away from being fat, though. I so. love that. That was such good stuff. He killed it. The last Easter egg. Uh, well, I'll actually there's two more. Two um, more. I did call. I did call the number, Steve Rogers' number on the phone. Nothing. Nobody picks up. No, nothing happens. It's like, uh, I'm sorry, the number you have dialed is no longer. It's whatever. Wow. So that's a bust. I was hoping they would do something fun with that, but they didn't. Well, that would have been easy um, to do, too. They could just have, like, a fake thing where it calls and says a little funny, yeah, like, it's a, just a like, funny PSA or something, like they did in Homecoming. Yeah, how cool would it have been if it was like, hi, this is Steve Rogers. I can't grab to the phone right now. It's yeah. like that voicemail message. Everybody, and then, like, everybody I love it is goes, dead. No, it's just like, uh, <laughs> hi, uh, this is Steve Rogers. If you're looking for me, I can't come to the phone right now, but hey, Tony, I miss you, or whatever. And then, like, it's just like, the person you're trying to reach mailbox is full you know i was hoping something would happen it didn't happen it's fine anyway um at the end of the film we see thanos in a very human-like moment uh the only thing he doesn't do is crack a beer but watches the sunset whatever but we do see the scarecrow which i thought was awesome which is in the comics really you see that you, no you i, I didn't i missed that completely scarecrow from dc yeah, from dc Wait, DC. Like the what? scarecrow no, not not no. What are you the, talking about? In in Affinity Gauntlet or no, Affinity War. I, I'm sorry. The the beginning, he's like in this, he's like on a farm. Oh yes, yes, his, yes. His armor is on the scarecrow, but you see that in the film. It's very subtle, but it is an Easter egg. You see the Thanos armor. Yeah, when he's when on he's on his little when he's in his little place. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, just let's gent- get into just questions. Just a gentle farmer. Gen- questions, yeah. yeah. The biggest question out of all of it is the beginning of the film. Where's Valkyrie and Korg? I think I have an answer to this question. It's a pl- I, I know the answer to this question, and I want to hear you say it. So, Chris, let us know where are Valkyrie and Korg. I don't remember if it's when he's with the Guardians or when he gets to the place with um with the, the giant dwarf. Uh, but he says... Thanos killed half of Asgard. So even though we see the ship get completely blown up, I think we're led to believe that there's a second ship that split off and that one has Korg and Valkyrie on it. To begin the film, you hear a distress call. I've seen the movie three times and I don't really remember this or or I was looking for this, but apparently there, there are two ships, one splitting off and the other is a Thanos with Thor and Loki. Because they're all Hulk. on one big ship when that, at the cutscene in Ragnarok where they come up against Thanos' ship. but then And then you see but, that z- same ship get blown up. But I think at some point either half of them were able to eject and escape pods and get away or something. I don't know why Valkyrie and Korg wouldn't stay and fight. Maybe he's like, you got to go with them. We never get to see that. It's It leads me to believe just that one line of half of Asgard because you blew up, you blew up Asgard and then 25 minutes later, 
the your something happened on a ship and it looks like everybody died, but you said only half of Asgard, so they must have escaped. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it, it came up on paper. They're like, okay, guys, should we incorporate them? You want to get? How are we going to get Valkyrie and Korg into this thing? And then some guy was like, we just don't have the budget. Like, we got to make cuts where we can. Let's just say they got off on a different ship. We'll throw in a line later. It's all good. I can't afford to animate a Korg. I'm animating a thousand of these things. I, I Valkyrie, we can't pay Valkyrie. She could do it for free. Do you want to do it for free? No, I don't want to do it free. Okay, fine. We're not going to have you guys in it. You'll come back in the fourth one, maybe. I mean, yeah, there's definitely a reason for this. Oh my God. Your next question is so fucking good. My next question to you, Chris. Oh, I just saw it on our little thing and I'm like, yes. Why the fuck is Tony Stark carrying a flip phone all the time? Is he carrying it all the time? Did he just so happen to have it? Why does he have this flip phone? And then he calls it out and he's like, this fucking flip phone. I I I I don't that is that got me. That was he a, has, that was a He has a, an entire suit built on this fucking triangle nano spot whatever and he's carrying a flip phone. I mean, I Why? I think it's just a plot point, you know, that was such an integral part at the end of Civil War when he gives that to him and says, you know, call me if you ever need me. It has to be there, but it did bother me that he just happens to have the, like for the last so his year, EB he's just yeah. every time he leaves the two house. Years. Two, two years. Two years. He plugs it in, charges it up, unplugs it, puts it in his Carries pocket it. just in case. I mean, wouldn't it have been more, more sense if he had called up Friday and then you see the robot, the fun robot that we all love in his workshop, open the phone and dial the number and then he connects to it over, you know, through his his HUD or whatever on his face? Right. Sure. That makes way more right. sense. I think right. it just as a plot point is like, oh, there's the phone that Captain gave him. Let's deplete all that. It's a phone number. He doesn't yeah, need the fucking phone. You don't need phone. the phone. It didn't just say Friday, call Cap. Call Cap. Phone. Yeah, call Cap. Get him on the line. Like, I think it's just supposed, it's just convenient to tie Civil War to this and make that phone, which was such like a cool thing back in this. Yes, it's a plot hole. It's a tiny plot hole, and I can forgive it. I think this should have been done better in my world. I get it, though. That's a time cut. It's easier for him to take it out of his pocket, flip it, make a funny joke, and call than it is to go through whatever the hell we could dream up. I mean, but it's Tony Stark, a man full of technology. Like maybe he's nostalgic. He's he's not though. Maybe Cap will only answer if it's called from that flip phone because it's not so much that he knows the number; it's that Cap knows where the number's coming from. And I'm a, I'm a one up you on this because apparently Banner's like um I'm gonna make a call, but he clearly doesn't never make the call. Yeah, he starts to dial and then they notice things go wrong and he hangs up. Banner or or Stark? Stark. But Banner's like, I gotta make this call. He's because uh, he's talking to Wong, and he's like, w Wong's like, uh, the time zone's missing. I gotta protect the sanctuary. He's like, What are you gonna do? And he's like, uh, I'm gonna make a call. Oh, did and he have the flip phone? Banner has the. It's like smashed, but he's like, uh. Oh then, yeah, he like, picks he, it up. So yeah, he must. But he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. But he never call. Like he never calls Cap. Like. Sure he does. Because how else would they meet to go to Wakanda together? They they didn't go to Wakanda. They went to, uh, they went to Scotland. Because but he wasn't in Scotland. From Vision. Scotland, they did, took the Quinjet, picked him up, took him to upstate New York. They're all hanging out, and then they go to Wakanda. So he basically called to get a ride. No, 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 no. You're. Stretching. I think it all makes sense. You're, he made the call. No, they went and picked him no up. Sense. They took him to upstate New York. It's on the way from our, from uh, from Scotland. Banner never makes the call. I'm going to say that 100%. Banner never makes the call. So how does he get to upstate New York? Rides the train? It, he, Banner goes to the Avengers building and figure. It would have taken him half a day to get, get there. War machine. He doesn't have a wallet. 
Wong didn't uh, send him. He would have had to go back inside and say, hey, Wong, can you make a circle and so I can go? That would have made more sense. But he doesn't even know where Avengers headquarters is, right? Was that even a thing in Ultron? Yeah, it was. So he'd know how to get there. Was it? Yeah, it was. What are you talking about? He he fucking whipped Loki around in the Avengers building. Yeah, but that's the building. He need, He didn't go to Avengers Tower. They were at the Avengers headquarters, which is like way up north. Upstate? Yeah, it's like a it's like a three hour car ride. Peter Parker says it in Homecoming when he goes up there. He's like, Oh yeah, it's like a, a three hour car ride. Either way, I'm saying Cap doesn't call Ban or Banner doesn't call Cap to be like, Hey, meet me upstate. No, he's called him and says, Come pick me up in New York and then we'll go with you. We just didn't need to see that in the movie. It's already three hours long. Banner's already at the uh, facility. He's not though. When he- Cap Oh wait, was he already with- there? Yeah, he cause cause fucking Don Cheadle's like with the uh the the political dude. Oh yeah, he's because like, yeah. Scarlett Johansson would have seen him. She wouldn't have been like, and "Hey, like, Banner." Yeah, he's like, "Oh." So then know. you're right. There's no way he made the call, or he made the call and said, "Let's meet." But Captain America already said, "Let's meet there." So then I'm guessing he must have turned around and gone back in and had Wong teleport him there. That's what I'm I saying. See what you're, I see what you're saying. I see what Banner's saying. Banner's like, I, "I gotta make a call." He doesn't make the. Maybe he, he never calls makes the call. and checks in. Yeah, because, because then he Captain would have told because, Scarlett Johansson like, "Hey, Black Cap- Widow, yeah. Hulk's gonna be there." So I know you guys are diddling. Well, either not even that. Like Cap, Falcon, Black Widow head up Scotland because of uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision, right? But that's in parallel to that's happening at the same no, time. No, but Falcon is like, where, where to Cap? And he's like, home. We're going home. So he means Avengers headquarters. He doesn't mean yeah. He means the Avengers. So building. Banner never made the call. Oh, but also Vision and Cap are on different teams. Vision's offline. No, no, he's, he's still okay to, right then. No, but but Vision's evolved, and Tony and Tony Stark says it at the beginning. He's like, "Yo, Vision's offline." Blah blah blah. There's so Vision's supposed to check in with Tony Stark. Yeah, he's and been Scarlet, sneaking away. Check in with Scarlet. Right, right. right. They've been a Scarlet secret Johansson. love affair. Right. So they're not, and they don't do that. Right. So Cap and somehow Falcon and his crew find out that they're in trouble. Wop wop wop. Save yeah, the day. I know they're in trouble. I mean, uh, some. I would imagine something to do with vision. He can something ping to do them. With vision. He can send a ping, maybe a beeper. Okay, well, yeah. yeah see, I, the communication's all messed up. Because they're in the same Quinjet that um, they took at the end of Civil War. God, they're still riding around the same one. God, upgrade your hardware. Mm-hmm. How'd they get Not that one hotel. back? They all had to go to prison. Oh, I guess he still would have had it. He had well, he had it, yeah. So he landed on the because he went to Wakanda. It's not called the raft in that one, right? Yeah, it is. It is called the raft. It's not called like the prism or the no. The trident is the other thing, the building. So we can safely say that Banner never made the call. I'm gonna guess he didn't, unless it was just to check in and say I'll meet you there. Because he definitely didn't ride with him. But again, Banner never knew that there was a split. Well, he knew at that point, but maybe the phone didn't work. Maybe he tried to make the call and it was too broke. He's like, shit. Maybe. He was like, "Yeah, maybe it's a wrong number. Maybe he got the same message I got when I called Cap. Maybe they'll do a maybe they'll do a deleted scene where he tries to call, it doesn't work, and then he goes wrong and knocks the door. He's like, "Can you send me to New York?" And then walks inside and closes his little laugh. Yeah, this is a great question for you, Chris. Oh, I'm actually skipping one, but I'm gonna I'm skip gonna, it. The timeline little, timeline nope. ones are weird. The timelines are always gonna be messed up. You can't do it because there's space that accounts for half the characters, and also it's always gonna get weird uh, around oh four years, and then this happened. It's it's like just no Sony. Sony fucked it up. Sony fucked it up, said it was eight years. It was actually four years. Yeah. That's huge. Huge. That's, that's, that's a double. Huge error. It's double. 
Um, they they corrected the timeline in the movie by saying Thanos is blah 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 been driving me crazy since New York six years ago, and Avenger and uh, Spider Man happened to take place eight years after that, which makes no sense. Can you throw in the time stone? Yeah, you can. But according to the directors, everything. according to the directors, that was an error, which is a huge error. I don't know how that passed anything. Anyway, uh, moving on. Next question. Why didn't Hulk come out to play? Why would why I have a theory? With I, Banner? Yeah, I have a theory on this, but I want to hear what you have to say. I have two. I have one that I think is more direct related to what we've seen in the movies uh, time and time again and i think the other one is more about like the actual character my bigger one i think is more plausible is the fact that he hulk doesn't like earth he, he still is dealing with the same shit he was dealing with in, in age of ultron where they don't like him when he becomes hulk he doesn't want to be that i mean when he left earth he only wanted to be hulk he never wanted to bring banner back and now that he's here he doesn't want to come out and play again because he also he just doesn't want to be hated even when he's trying to do good things. I think that's what we've seen time over overarching him this kind of battle. Um, my deeper cut is the fact that Thanos beat the shit out of him, and so he's scared because he's never been beat before. He got shot a lot in the first Avengers, and Hulkbuster knocked him out, but he wasn't in a way he knew that was good for him, and he still got up after getting shot a bunch in Avengers. This is the first time we've ever seen the Hulk like absolutely get just the crap kicked out of him so bad he couldn't even get up like he was about to die if Heimdall hadn't saved him so I think maybe I'm, deeper cut he's scared yeah I would I would follow your second theory in the fact that um yeah I think he's uh he's embarrassed he's he's I don't want and we saw that in Ragnarok I mean he has he has the intellect of a child in some ways like he gets his feelings hurt, right he throws tantrums so if somebody if you think you're the biggest baddest motherfucker around and then this guy is just as big and bad as you but knows how to actually fight you're, of course you'd be scared. You don't want to come out and play. So I think it's, I don't want to come out and play in because I'm in, on Earth and people don't like me here. And I don't want to do it because this guy is scary. And if he beat me and he comes back, I don't know what I can do. Right. I feel like it's a pride thing. Absolutely. He's embarrassed. Not that Banner's he's doing baby. any better he's than be- the damn Hulkbuster. No. But. No, he's he's being a baby. Absolutely. And, um, uh, that's the struggle. Yeah, no, I, 100%. I'm glad that you had the same Absolutely. theory I did. Uh, Plus, the uh, from a plot burning... point, it would have been too easy for him. If, he, if Hulk comes out, he can basically handle everybody there except for Thanos. The bubbling question, Chris, who is really dead? At this point, nobody. I have tons of, I have tons of theories, but go ahead. My, my, You're saying... Nobody is dead at this point. Nobody has died. Not even Loki. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Heimdall is dead. Loki's dead. Uh... Uh, that's it. Everybody else is alive. Oh, the four Black Order people are dead for sure. Um, what about Gamora? Gamora's not dead. Uh, I think anybody that has any relation at all to the Soul Stone can be brought back. I think that <coughs> if if we were just made to wear blinders in our thought process and we couldn't think ahead, it would be easy to be like, oh no, I think that she is dead because I saw her blood and I think the other people disappeared. Um, but in reality, we know there's a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. We know that there. We know that all that ninety five percent of the heroes, or no, excuse me, all of the heroes that disappeared in dust at the end, all have movies that are going to keep happening. While the ones that remain right. for ninety five percent, 
90% are the ones that are retiring after Avengers 4. So obviously there's going to be right. some kind of trade that happens or something where we're going to see them be either sacrificed or they get the life they want. doesn't matter. The idea is that they killed off all the people that we all know there are going to be more movies. So that took away. It was shocking and it was powerful. Uh, the way they reacted to it was powerful. But at the same time, I was like, well, I know it's going to be okay because Black Panther's gone. I was like, well, fuck, better get in. I guess we're not making any more of those movies. Which is the biggest movie they've had. Yeah, absolutely. And Gar- right. Guardians, you get rid of Gamora. Um, what are you going to, you got to introduce somebody new. It's no. I think anybody that has anything to do with the Soul Stone still is going to be fine or could die, but not at this point. Interesting. Loki's definitely um, dead. They even gave, I mean, they even wrote in a line to make sure that you as a viewer knew that he was dead. Thanos says, no resurrection this time. No resurrection like, They this literally, because yeah. everyone goes, well, he could still come back. They actually put in the script and made Josh Brolin say, no resurrection this time, to basically go, fuck y'all. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Heimdale, great. One of my favorite things I've seen recently, Idris Elba just posted a normal picture of himself, like promoting a club he's going to DJ at or something, right? And Diplo commented right underneath that and just said, thanks for saving Hulk. It's perfect. Wow, I wish I would have saw that. That would have been awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you, but I also disagree with you uh, as far as who's really dead. I think that Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 could take place before uh, Infinity War. We do know that it is very uh, Gamora-heavy because, uh, what's his name, James Dunn? Mm -hmm. He's come out and said that. That the volume three is going to be more about her, probably her struggle Star-Lord. coping. So, but at the same time, I feel like there's enough time to put a movie between the two. There is, but that'd be boring because now we've got teenage Groot. Now we're just going to get a what preteen, same teenage Groot. Basically, the movie leading right up to when they go. That's just too. It's too convenient. I don't like. It. I mean, but he's also he's also uh, Sarler's also grown a mustache and like. I mean, time I mean, has passed. But I would I would feel cheated if it led right up to that. That's interesting that you say that. Um, Ant Man and Wasp will be the first movie they nest inside, right? I think so. With Ant Man and the Wasp, what I think is going to happen is it takes place. Before, I think, which is obvious, it takes place before. But I think at the end of that movie, we're going to see. Uh, we're going to see that like it's happening, it's at the happening. same time. It's happening. Uh no I think I think something's gonna the the whole story is gonna conclude and then like oh shit like Thanos is fucking up like Tony Stark is missing right it's gonna still. be it's gonna be weird so, man it's gonna be weird this thing is so wide open and there's so many characters um we I mean there's so many plausible realms or or avenues to travel down you never know what's gonna happen in Avengers four you just never know uh I I was expecting a different outcome. I'll say that. I absolutely was too. I did not see it coming. Uh, I, I, admit, I haven't felt that way in years at the end of a movie. So it was very, um, I was, it was very welcome. And I was, I was like, okay, cool. That is, that's making us have conversations like this and think about that. They definitely killed off characters who have more movies coming up, which I absolutely hate. I hate that they do that. We talked about this with, uh, with Black Panther. It ruins it. Cause you kind of uh, know that things are going to be all right. If all the people have disintegrated, I would have loved to see Thor, uh, Cap- uh, Captain America, one of the older Tony people. Stark. Just throwing one of the. I w- because like that makes me think like fuck, they're not coming back. Right, exactly. We know the stakes. The stakes are low now because we know they're coming back. I completely agree. 
I know there's a Spider-Man 2 and 3. I know that there's <laughs> going to be a Doctor Strange 2. I know there's going to be a Black Panther 2. That's the best that's the fucking best film of them to leave people on edge. I get like yeah, it's fun. it's but it's obvious. I said this in Black Panther when he killed Black Panther two thirds of the movie through. Yeah, he's gonna be fine. And I'm like, you know, he's coming back. Yeah, Bucky, uh, Bucky Barnes, he you kill him, maybe he doesn't. Maybe come back. he doesn't come back. Who knows? But then, but you literally kill off everybody who's got future films. Absolutely. So, I will say that this, was this is my biggest thing, and I, I did end up reading this later, but it was my idea first or originally, and then I other people had it, but. Uh, of the whole arc of the movie, I was coming coming home like, oh my god, I'm like, what do they, what do they do? How do they do that? Da, da, da. And then I put it together. I put together the Doctor Strange connection, and I felt a lot better. Which what do you mean? Is this? Uh, so if you uh, when he Exclusive. is unlocked when they're on Titan, and he's unlocked the the time stone, and he's going right. through all the all the options. He says, "I just There's went through only fourteen million six. Literally, yes. How many There's ways do we win? We win one way, one. and then." Right at the this end, is, this is how it plays out. Yeah, he says this is the. He says Tony, this is the only way, and I think that that's supposed to seem like that was the only, me giving up the stone was the only way to save you. But what he's really saying is because he goes, he just goes quietly. He's not surprised when he disappears. Like his thing is, this is the only way that we win is to sacrifice to sacrifice right, yeah, this. And and I think that is that plays well into the movie because the really the arc of the film for Thanos is how much are you willing to sacrifice to get what you want. And that play right there by Doctor Strange is saying the only way we win is by sacrificing as more than we can possibly imagine. And everything he does leading up to that, if you look back on it, all the moves he makes, there are ways he could have stopped it or averted it, but he let things play out. He let Quill get upset and, and wake up Thanos. He did, he did right. all these little things. He let Stark get right to the point where he's about to die before saving him. He gave up the time stone, which he said he would never do, but he waited to the last minute to do it. Because if Tony dies, that's one of the ways they lose. If he doesn't give the time stone, Absolutely. that's one of the ways they lose. If he doesn't buy time, that's one of the ways they lose. He's the only one that's actually in control by giving them. He's going to die, but he's giving them the best shot to succeed by getting them halfway home. 100%. And I absolutely agree with that. I think I, I think the movie portrayed uh, that message that Doctor Strange has seen all the outcomes. This is the only way. This is And it. he's had many opportunities to change that and doesn't. But because the this is the only way. So I think we're left with a handful of of, of Avengers. Mm-hmm. There's a I, there's even that weird scene with like Thor and Thanos, like at the end when he when he hits him with this this was it Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker, and he's like should have should have aimed for the head. He should have aimed for the head, and like but like you see the gauntlet, and the gauntlet's burnt, charred up, like, like you, that thing yeah. like wrecked it. What does that mean? I don't know because he still uses the time stone to leave, so. It means the stones are still intact, but maybe it's not as powerful now. Can I say, I do have to say one thing. I know we're wrapping up, but this is, of all, we talked about plot hole with the phone. The, there is one glaring thing that stands out to me and, and just bothers me so much, which is a bummer. Um, and that is Stormbreaker in, in all its forms. I understand that this, they went and they went through all this struggle and they turned on the neutron star again and they forged this out of this cast and all this stuff. I really struggle with the fact that this axe is able to cut through the five most powerful energies on the planet in a, in a cohesive rainbow beam. It cuts through it like butter. 
Like, this is the most powerful thing imaginable. And it's all of its power combined. This axe is just cutting right through it. Why Why would you ever want Mjolnir? Why wouldn't you just go to them and say, hey guys, you know that one that can harness the Bifrost and it can also cut through anything basically? Um, why don't, I just want that one because all you have to do is just melt these bricks and then you put those in there and you know, I'll get it. Um, I want that one. I don't want this hammer because it's not as good because that one does all the things that I'll ever need to do to be the most powerful person ever. Like I get that when he shows up, some of the best visuals. I love, I love the axe up until the moment where he throws it. It's a great shot. Thanos shooting all that energy at it, but the fact that it just splits right through, like like it's nothing hits him in the chest. What would I expect? I don't know, but I just really was like, come on. Why would anybody ever want any other weapon? Why wouldn't they just make that one and be like, here you go? I I I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I'm gonna argue to the point of Thanos promised the dwarf was played by uh peter dinklage he he's lied to that guy peter dinklage character the dwarf of create he's like hey i need to basically have a glove that can harness these stones um so when thor gets there uh i think that he's he's like yo i need to make a weapon that can destroy this weapon that's where i think that he comes through with that two things uh, the glove is meant to harness and use the abilities of the Infinity Stones. He could never plan for the power of the Infinity Stones combined. Number two, I would buy that. He made the glove and then said, oh, snap, I better make this axe just in case that glove goes wrong. We, we got to get a mold for this, guys. Except for he says that it's the he says something along the lines of legend has it. It can even harness the Bifrost, meaning that this axe, this idea of this axe existed long before he had to make a glove that could they Right, they did that because of of the whole, because they said that early in the films of how Thor can travel through and get there to Earth. Exactly, he's got to use the Bifrost. Totally makes sense. I like it. I just think that it's an overpowered weapon that has no business fighting off. I mean, yes, I think you can pick apart the gauntlet because the gauntlet can do uh, the. It's uh, apparently the gauntlet's so powerful. You can do whatever you want. You wipe so, out half the universe by flicking your fingers. But a whole beam of all of its snap. energy combined can't just so turn this, Stormbreaker to bubbles. I mean, yeah, you can, again, you can pick it apart. But I think in this case, Peter Dinklage's character is met, like, you see him, he's broken. He's got the hands sure. full of, he, he, his hands don't work. He's got that whole thing. I think this is, this is the only way. So... It all plays back into Doctor Strange's uh, tactic or or what he sees actually happening. I think also, you know, Peter Dinklage wants some vengeance. And if anybody's, he's the one that's making weapons. So he knows that Thanos fucked him over. So the only way beat the gauntlet is he only knows, right? I just think they would have made the weapon a lot sooner and given it to the Asgardians. But the Asgardians didn't show up, so he's like, "You were supposed to save us," which also is a whole, us, a whole but issue you didn't. about time and but things you didn't. like that, right? Well, regardless, right. even like, if the head of the axe made it through, there's no way Groot's wooden arm would have made it through. Well, there's the whole theory that, like, oh, Groot's fucking worthy of carrying the torch. Well, that's an interesting thing to think about. I never put that together because he does pick up the two halves. So, what? But is, does this have the same rules as Mjornir? Because that's something that Odin put on it. He whispers onto the hammer to make it that way. Because we see Hela in the murals and Ragnarok was holding it as a weapon before so she could obviously use it 
even though she was evil, it was when he lost the ability to rightfully earn it that Odin put that inscription on it, and then no one could pick it up. Many ways to travel down many paths Man, and break it down. I love yes. this. What a we great go, movie. We go, oh, Can't wait to go see it again. Uh, loved it. Yeah, great, great film. Let me give it a round of applause. Um, but my thing, Chris... We're coming to a new area era of ever, filming ever? and trailers. I get I get what uh Marvel did with the trailer, but how do you feel about trailers being changed to throw you off for the film that you're you're going to see? I like it. You're for it. I like it. We got to see a badass. Like the Ragnarok one is always going to be the one that does it for me because we got to see there was this really cool Thunder God thing that I that I was intrigued by and I wanted to learn more. Like what's this power he's unlocking? When she ripped out his eye and that was part of it, it was this thing in my head where it didn't take me out of it. It made me go like, oh my God, that's crazy. Like I never would have guessed that because you showed me something and then you tricked me with something else. I think it's how you do it and what you do it with. You know, if you if you do something simple like that, maybe if you're doing something bigger like you know, I don't know, photoshopping somebody or not photoshop, but like editing them. So they're in the frame, but then they die halfway through the movie. You're like, motherfucker. Um, but with this film specifically, I, it's that I feel, I feel like that was the first film we kind of saw with her, uh, shattering, uh, Thor's hammer in an alley in New York. And that had to do with reshoots too. But there were so many scenes in, that we saw in trailers that didn't even make the film. Sure. So I'm sure there'll be an uh, extended cut of this film. There's no way there's going to be a full three hour movie. Regardless. I feel like I'm being misled to a movie that I'm not saying like there was no scene where they're all running through the jungle. Nope. There was, and Hulk's running with them and then Hulk's not even there. Yeah. Hulk. I see what you're saying. Hulk doesn't, I told you that he was superimposed in. We we which I can say which is fair to say we knew that going in right. like we all everybody kind of read that was like that's not really a scene this is gonna be edited some which way like there's either gonna be somebody not in this that's in this right now or someone's gonna be CGI'd out but I get it I'm okay with I in the kid in me is like yeah I'm okay with like being misled but at the same time like I like when things get shook up. It's a it's a movie trailer. When I see scenes, I'm expecting to see them in the film. When I don't see them in the film, I'm I'm disappointed. Oh, misled. The scene with them all running is a big scene. Yeah. No. It's a big. I mean, it's a cool thing for the trailer. Nothing else. But is this is this the future of film trailers? Fool, is what I'm fooling asking. us? Maybe. I don't know. We got to keep a keen eye out for it. it makes you makes you really want to think about what you're seeing. I don't know. I feel on the fence about it. I'm on the fence. Like, even even with Deadpool. Like, Deadpool's making DC jokes. Are those going to be in the film jokes. or are those just in the trailer? They're not going to be. You already know. They're not going to be in the film. Yeah. There's not going to be a DC diss. There's not going to be Thanos this or that. Like, we know that. That's true. Why fuck with us like that? Why fuck with us like that? 
It's like giving us bloopers before we've seen the movie. What a great discussion we had on Avengers. I'm really, I'm really pleased with that. I'm glad we waited to talk about it. That was, that was enlightening. I'm sure it's going to come up a lot more in the coming weeks. We'll have like little, ooh, what about this? Or, ooh, did you see this? Which is great. That's what a good movie should do. I, again, I will say that I think that uh, after Ant-Man and the Wasp, I think there's going to be an ending that ties in, obviously, where he's been. And then uh, it's going to spearhead straight up. Straight up. We didn't, straight up. One of the things we didn't talk about, Chris, is fucking comic book free comic book day oh yeah go see free comic book day this saturday saturday yeah i'll be there i'll see i'll look we'll compare halls next week there's 50 books damn get all 50 majority of them are silver but gold is so much man i'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a uh Idly. sound effects little simpsons in there sneaking it in i like it straight up um this weekend uh, May the 5th, free comic book day. Go to, to your local comic book shop, pick up the 50 free comics, <laughs> and enjoy them. They will lead you into a new series of all the biggest brands. We're not getting paid for this, but we love comic books, so I'm dabbing it in. There's even an exclusive <laughs> Power Rangers. Oh, you know uh, you'll be there. No, I, I, because it's an exclusive Shattered Grid. A lot of, Chris, we talked about this earlier, but um, we talked about how the books are like whatever promo pieces, da da da. But like this is an ex, this is a piece of Shattered Grid. Boom is doing that you can't buy. Boom. So, ex, well, exclusive. I'm gonna pick them all up too. Can't wait. Uh, go to your local comic book shop. Support your local Heck yeah. comic book shop. Support. Well, that was a lot of Avengers talk. I really, uh, I think we got a good start to it. I can't wait for another one. Um, there's probably stuff we missed or yeah. something we didn't talk about. If anybody has any good ideas or good thoughts out there, you can uh, email us. You can comment, obviously. You can email us at uh, gsplashbc at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our Woo! Facebook, gsplash, yeah. Instagram, g2thesplash, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it on here. We guarantee you, if you put a comment or write a letter or doing like that, we will read it, good or bad. So uh, let us know One your thoughts. Wow. And be sure to follow us on Instagram, One... g to the splash. It's awesome. Yep, we out there. Uh, I'm Bradley Baxter's Chris Bucky Watts with the metal gold on. Mm, I'm gonna get that arm. <laughs> Sound like rocket right now. <laughs> uh, we out. We out, baby. Peace. Let's go. G splash. Hey. <laughs> 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 <laughs>